Hello everyone and welcome to the program. Tonight we're going to be discussing Art Bell, who is the creator of Coast to Coast AM, which is a nightly paranormal-themed radio program. Um, Art Bell was born June 17, 1945, and he passed away April 13, 2018. He was an American broadcaster and author. He was the founder and the original host of the paranormal-themed radio program Coast to Coast AM, which is still syndicated on hundreds of radio stations in the United States and Canada. He also created and hosted its, uh, its companion show, Dreamland. Coast to Coast still airs nightly. And I believe the um, Coast, I haven't heard it in, in such a long time, um, but I do believe it's uh, from midnight to around 4 a.m. or 5 a.m., something like that. It used to be on the air from that time. I'm not sure what what time it's still on the air now, but that's when it was the last time I heard it. Uh, he was born in North Carolina, like I said, June 17, 1945, and he died April 13, 2018. He was only 72, such a young man to die. He died in Nevada. It says that he he died of a drug overdose. Um, he had five children, and looks like he was married one, two, I believe four times. The call sign, and he also had one in the U.S. was W6OBB, and in he also ran one in the Philippines. And I think when he retired is when he moved to the Philippines and was running his. Uh, his program out there, and that was on 4F1AB, and the website is artbell.com. It goes on to say, in 2003, Bell semi-retired from Coast to Coast AM. During the following four years, he hosted the show for many weekends on Premier Networks. He announced his retirement from weekend hosting on July 1st, 2007, but occasionally served as a guest host through uh, to 2010. Classic episodes of Coast to Coast AM can be heard in some radio markets on Saturday nights under the name Somewhere in Time, hosted by Art Bell. He started a new nightly show, Art Bell's Dark Matter, on Sirius XM Radio, and that began on September 16, 2013. It ended six weeks later on November the 4th, 2013. Um, now, I do know this. If you go on the the uh, Coast to Coast uh, website, they do have uh, Art Bell's uh, work that is uh, is on there that you can listen to. It's classic Art Bell, which if you never really listened to Art Bell, he was one of those kind of guys that would just keep you entertained. You you just you just couldn't turn your radio uh, dial off by listening to him. He always kept the show entertaining, and he had one of those voices that was just. I don't know. It just it just something that would click in your mind. It wanted you to still stay uh, listening to his program. And it's just the kind of person he was. He was a real nice guy in real life. I mean, he would bend over backwards to help anybody. It says on July 20th, 2015, he returned to radio with a new show called Midnight in the Desert, which was available online via TuneIn, as well as some uh, radio stations. He announced what would be his final retirement on December 11th, 2015. He was signing security uh, concerns at his home. He said that he and his family were subject to repeated intrusions on his property in uh, Pamrump, uh, Nevada. I guess that's how you say that, Pamrump, Nevada. 
The intrusions included gunshots, and he was in fear for his family's safety. Well, I would have got out of town, too. If, that, if that's the case, I, you know, your family comes first. He chose to leave the air and along with it public life because he believed that the intruder or intruders wanted him off the air. And that that's sad. That's really sad. He's one of the greats. Greats of all-time radio. Nighttime radio. He's one of the greats. And it's sad that people would do this to him. Bell was the founder and original owner of, pre, of that Paramount-based um, radio station, KNYE 95.1 FM. His broadcast studio and transmitter were located near his home in that same Nevada county, where he also hosted Coast to Coast AM. However, from June to December 2006, he lived in the Philippines. Such a great man. I mean, just, you know, you can't put into words how... how how popular this guy was and how good of a radio announcer he was. He was just awesome. In fact, I actually got into radio, I think, mainly because of part of uh, Coast to Coast AM. I, I really enjoyed the program back in the day. I used to work used to work nights, and, uh, you know, it, it just kept me going. And also, you know, when I wouldn't catch uh, Coast to Coast AM, I would also would listen to Phil Hendry. He was another guy that would keep you going. And, uh, you know, he, he's another, uh, guy that just has one of these voices that just keeps you want to keeps you tuned on the air that you just can't shut the radio off. And he's another, uh, uh, pretty powerful guy in the radio business. Now he does, I guess he does like a, a podcast type program, but anyways, he's on the air too. And he's really, uh, he really knows his business, what he's doing. Um, earlier life, um, he was born in North Carolina on June 17, 1945. Sources differ on whether he was born in Jacksonville or Camp Lejeune. He had a Lutheran background. Uh, Bell was always interested in radio at the age of 13. He became a licensed amateur radio operator. And he also held an amateur extra class license, which is in the top U.S. Federal Communications Commission License class, his call sign was W6OBB, just like I mentioned before about the uh, radio thing he started. Bell served in the U.S. Air Force as a medic during the Vietnam War, and in his free time, operated a pirate radio station at Amarillo Air Force Base. He would make a point of playing anti-war music like Eva Destruction and Fortunate Son that was not aired on the American Forces Network. After leaving the military service, he remained in Asia where he lived on the Japanese island of Okinawa. He served as a disc jockey, or he worked as a disc jockey for KSBK, which was the only non-military English language station in Japan. While there, he set a Guinness World Record by, by staying on the air for 116 hours and 15 minutes. And I bet that record still is, it probably still stands this very day. The money raised there allowed Bell to uh, charter a Douglas DC-8. He flew to Vietnam and rescued 130 Vietnamese orphans stranded in Saigon. See, this is the kind of person I was, I was telling you that our Bell is. Um, they were eventually brought to the United States and adopted by American families. Bell returned to the United States and studied engineering at the University of Maryland. He dropped out and returned to a radio as a broad operator and chief engineer and had the opportunity to be on the air a few times. 
For several years, he worked behind and in front of the microphone. And after a period of working cable television in 1986, the 50,000-watt KDWN in Las Vegas, Nevada, offered Bell a five-hour time slot in the middle of the night. Syndication of this program to other radio stations began in 1993. His uh, broadcasting career, it says, uh, Bell was a rock music disc jockey before he moved into talk radio. His original 1978 late-night Las Vegas program on KDWN was a political call-in show under the name West Coast AM. In 1988, Bell and Alan Corbeth renamed the show Coast to Coast AM and moved its broadcast from the Plaza Hotel in Las Vegas to Bell's home in that P, uh, P. Rump, uh, Nevada. Some of these words is... <laughs> Sometimes I wonder how they get how they name some of these cities. Bell abandoned um, political talk in favor of topics such as gun control and conspiracy theories, leading to a significant bump in his overnight ratings. The show's focus again shifted significantly after the Oklahoma City bombing in 1995. Many in the media did not want to be blamed for enticing anti-government or uh, militia actions like the bombing did. Bell discussed uh, offbeat topics such as the paranormal, the occult, UFOs, photo science, and during his tenure, tenure at KWDN or KDWN, Bell met and married his third wife, Ramona, who later handled production and management duties for the program. An article in the February 23, 1997 edition of the Washington Post said that Bell was currently America's highest-rated late-night radio talk show host, broadcast on 328 stations, according to the Oregonian. Oregonian. <laughs> in its June 22, 1997 edition, Coast to Coast AM with Art Bell was on 460 stations at its initial peak in popularity. Coast to Coast AM was syndicated on more than 500 radio stations, and claimed 15 million listeners nightly, which I'm one of them. Um, Bell Studios were located in his home in the town of Perump, located in Nye County, Nevada, hence the voiceover catphrase from the Kingdom of Nye. Fans regarded Bell as a master showman, nothing that he called his show absolute entertainment, and expressly said he did not necessarily accept every guest or caller's claims but only offered a form where they would not be openly ridiculed. Bell was one of only a few talk show hosts who did not screen incoming calls. But this changed in 2006 on the October 31st, 2006 edition of Coast to Coast AM, renamed for the night to Ghost uh, to Ghost. It was renamed for that night, Ghost to Ghost AM. Bell was asked why he was now using call screeners the explanation given was that for him to use an unscreened open phone lines while in the Philippines would require listeners to call there directly at an enormous cost, at enormous cost to them. Art admitted that he should have chosen New Zealand instead of the Philippines as an alternative to the USA, he said. It was a bad choice and I'll regret it one day in the, in the near future. Bell has earned praise from those who declare that the paranormal deserves a mature outlet of discussion. 
in the media as well as the approval of those simply amused by the nightly parade of bizarre, typically fringe topics. Ed Dames, Richard C. Hoagland, Terrence McNamara, Dana Brinkley, David John Oates, and Robert Bigelow were all rigor guests. Some of Bell's regular guests continue, pure, continue to appear on Coast to Coast AM now, hosted by George Norrie. George Norrie is pretty good, but he's he's not as great. He wasn't he's not as good as a talent as Art Bell. Bell's own interests, however, extended beyond the paranormal. He interviewed singers Crystal Gale, Willie Nelson, Merle Haggard, Eric Burndon, and Gordon Lightfoot. Comedian George Carlin, writer Dean Kuntz, hard science fiction writer uh, Greg Bear, X-Files writer-creator Chris Carter, TV talk host Regis Philbin, Star Trek, actor Leonard Nimoy, actor Dan Aykroyd, pilot Bruno Stoll, actress Jane Seymour, actress Ellen Muth, actor and TV host Robert Stack, human rights lawyer John Loftus, legendary disc jockey Casey Kasem, UFC commentator Joe Rogan, and frequent guest psychiatrist Micho Kaka, and SETI astronomer Seth Shotak, Shotak, and H.P. Shush, Shush. Beginning in late 1996, Bell was criticized for reporting rumors that Cornette Hellbop was being trailed by a UFO. Some speculated that members of the Heaven's Gate group committed mass suicide based on rumors Bell aired, but others dismissed the idea, noting that Heaven's Gate website stated whether Hellbop has a companion or not is irrelevant from our perspective. Susan Wright reported, however, that Bell was also one of the first to publicize expert opinions that alien companions said to have been shadowing Hellbop, such as that published in 1998 from the Jet Propulsion Laboratory, suggesting that the satellite's main diameter and accordingly natural uh, rather than artificial. On August 15, 1996, Bell interviewed William Luther Pierce, author of the Tuner, uh, Tuner Diaries, in which Pierce, uh, writing under the Andrew McDonald, uh, he predicted a, a race war leading to the extermination of Jews, non-whites, and gay people. Pierce denounced interracial marriage, calling white people who marry non-whites traitors to the white race, apparently unaware that unaware that Bell himself was in an interracial marriage as his then-wife, Ramona Bell, was an Asian-American of Filipino descent. His wife, um, whom he married after Ramona's death, was also Filipino. One of Bell's coast-to-coast interviews occurred in 1997 with Mel Waters, who discussed what is known as Mel's Hole of Royal Washington State, the opening is said to be a, a deep vertical shaft which possesses bizarre properties. No such hole has ever been physically located by anyone attempting to verify this story. A caller in 2000 named Daniel Murray claimed he was a majestic agent from Downey, California. This call served as the inspiration for the alternate reality game Majestic. Another caller in September 1997 claimed that there was an unknown threat 
and conspiracy from Area 51 that he had discovered and his life was in danger by even talking about it. For unknown reasons, Bell lost his connection to this to his transmitter during the call, and just as the caller's voice became more and more agitated, the entire broadcast uh, went silent. A confused Bell restored the signal about 20 minutes later. The caller or someone sounding similar, 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 called in on uh, another line show and admitted it had been an elaborate hoax, which fooled many. Audio from the call was used in the Tool song on the album Laterus. Bell became a licensed amateur radio operator at the age of 13. His first call sign was KN3JOX. First listened uh, in the winter 1959 edition of Radio Amateur call, Call Book. He soon upgraded to K3JOX, and he later held W2CKS, first listed in the spring of 1967, call block. Bell held an amateur extra class license, which is the highest U.S. Federal Communications Commission amateur license class. His call sign was W6OBB. Bell passed the Philippines amateur radio exams and became a Philippine Class A amateur radio operator with a call sign of 4F1AB. While in the Philippines, Bell was active on 4010 meters as well as 144.600 MHZ simplex in Manila. Honors in 1998, Bell was named as uh, Recept of the Snuffed Candle Award by the Committee for Skeptical Inquiries, Council for Media uh, Integrity. Bell was recognized by the Council for Conspiracy Myths and Mystery Mongering. When Bell learned of the award, he replied, A mind should not be so open that the brains fall out. However, it should not be so closed that whatever gray matter which does reside may not be reached. On behalf of those with the smallest remaining open aperture, I accept the honor. In August of 2006, Art was... uh, Inducted into the Nevada Broadcasters Association Hall of Fame, he did not attend the presentation. On March 10, 2007, Bell would be honored with the News Talk Radio Lifetime Achievement Award from the trade uh, publication Radio and Records in Los Angeles. Bell was also uh, inducted into the National Radio Hall of Fame in 2008. Bell retired and returned to Coast to Coast AM several times. On October 13, 1998, Bell announced his first retirement, which was highly unexpected by his listeners. He spoke of an event, a threatening, terrible event occurred to my family, which I cannot tell you about. Because of that event and succession of other events, what you are listening to right now is my final broadcast on the air. Hilly Rose filled in after Bell's departure. Bell returned on October 28, 1998, asserting that the brief departure was brought on by threats made against his family. On May 29, 1999, Bell explained that his retirement was due to an allegations made by hosts of WWCR shortwave radio that Bell had paid to cover up a criminal indictment. The facts of the matter became public knowledge in 2000 when the media revealed that an actual criminal indictment was filed against a person 
who had assaulted a member of Bell's family because of the nature of the crime. Bell had wanted to keep the matter private. Ted Gunderson, the former head of the Los Angeles FBI and the host at WWCR shortwave radio, accused Bell of the crime. Bell responded by taking legal action against Gunderson and as well as the host and stations, the action was uh, resolved in a settlement in 2000. On April the 1st, 2000, Bell again announced his retirement. He said that the event would occur on April 26, 2000, but offered no details other than expressing intentions to resolve a family crisis. On April 11, 2000, Mike Siegel was introduced as the new host of Coast to Coast AM, taking over on April 27 to an estimated audience of 22 million listeners. The media later explained that Bell had left to deal with the aftermath of the kidnap and sexual assault of his son. Brian Lippe, a substitute teacher, was convicted of sexual assault and attempted transmission of HIV and was sentenced to 20, uh, 10 to 25 years. Bell returned to Coast to Coast AM in February 2001. Bell noted that since his departure, the show had lost a number of affiliates. Commercial content had risen to an un- unbearable level and Siegel had taken the program in a different direction of which Bell disapproved. Bell retained some authority over the program and his creator and felt his return was necessary. On October 23, 2002, Bell announced that he would retire due to recurring back pain, which was a result of a fall from a telephone pole during his youth. Bell was then replaced by George Norrie as weekday host of Coast to Coast AM. On January 1, 2003, those close to the matter also said that Barbara Simpson would host weekends and that Bell planned to be an occasional guest host for Nori. Bell returned in September 2003 as a weekend host, replacing Barbara Simpson and Ian Pundit as hosts of the Saturday and Sunday evening broadcast. In June 2005, he scaled this schedule back, calling it a semi-retirement, and hosted only the last two Sundays of every month. Bell went back to hosting every weekend show as his schedule permitted after his wife Ramona's death a few months later. And in 2007, Bell announced his retirement, stating that he wished to spend more time with his family, his new wife and daughter. He made it explicitly clear that unlike the circumstances surrounding previous retirements, this decision was entirely positive and joyful one that he would not disappear completely, announcing an intention to occasionally substitute for other hosts and host special shows. 2015, Bell posted what would be his final retirement message via his Facebook page. He cited safety concerns for his family by saying, by saying, if one of them were harmed because of what I love doing, my life would be over. Throughout the fall, Bell reported several incidents where an unknown number of armed trans- trespassers came into his property, sometimes firing gunshots. These events have been said to occur during or around the time of his broadcasting. This announcement came a mere five months after the start of his most recent show, Midnight in the Desert. Well, I want to thank everybody for uh, listening to my uh, podcast tonight. And just, uh, you know, if you get a chance, go check out Art Bell. You can go to the Coast to Coast AM podcast. AM website, Coast to Coast AM website, and his programs will be on there. They'll, they'll have some older programs, and it's really enjoyable. Like I said, he made the show alive. He made the show kick 
Whatever he did, he kept the listeners listening. And that's what made it special. No one will ever replace Art Bell on Coast to Coast AM. And that, my friends, everybody have a safe and wonderful evening and good night.